0: The scripture reading for this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, reading from the third chapter, verses 1 through 12. Listen now to a word from the Lord. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his ways straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locust and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him and all the region among the Jordan. And they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when John saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance." Do not presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our ancestor, for I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me, and I am not worthy to tie his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear the threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary, but the chaff He will burn with unquenchable fire. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This second week of Advent, we claim that peace can't wait. Former Idlewild associate Casey Thompson once preached a sermon from this pulpit, and he preached about John the Baptist, and he said it would be better... To use a John the Baptist figurine as a Christmas tree tree topper rather than a shiny star. In his sermon, he also shared that he'd never seen such a tree topper anywhere. Nor did he think you could buy one at Target or the Goodwill. Maybe, maybe you could find one on Amazon. Back when Casey preached this sermon, I heard Casey's words as a challenge, and I set out to design a John the Baptist tree topper. That year at Idlewild, we had used really beautiful purple fabric in Lent and in Advent to dress the Lord's table. And I knew that that leftover liturgical fabric would serve as the foundation of a new creation to make this John the Baptist treetopper, but I needed more. I needed gems to link the liturgical cloth into John the Baptist. I needed something just right to craft a convincible biblical figure. John the Baptist was imperfect and messy. He was a wild-haired, locust-eating, belted prophet in the wilderness, who cried out before the world, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. John the Baptist cried out and his message is as compelling today as it was then. The kingdom of heaven is not just some far off promise of what is to come after we die. It is real to each of us Every day, the kingdom of God is now, and God gives us glimpses of the kingdom of heaven every day. For me, that particular Advent, a glimpse came in this way. It was just an old Horns department shoe store shoe box. It was stamped eight double A, and faded by time, and the corners were bent and taped by use and reuse, and the box was full of costume jewelry which was discarded by my grandmother, whom I called Graham, my mother's mother. She lived down the hill from us and around the corner. This box was tucked away in a bottom drawer of our hallway dresser, and I'd forgotten that the shoe box was buried there. I'd forgotten that it had been brought back after her funeral, and I had forgotten that it was full of treasure. Our family pace has intensity, but when I opened that box, time stood still. The smells of 50 years ago filled the air. Taking a deep breath literally took me to another time, to an almost utopian time that I constructed in my own memory. When my grandmother, decked out in her costume jewelry and her patio dress, would unceasingly pitch the softball to this wishful catcher on the greenest, softest grass ever grown in Pittsburgh. My Graham was a tough lady. She was widowed early, but the first two of the third generation were boys and she knew how to really reach high to catch a child's return toss. And when she would do so, she wore this napier pendant And it would literally, it was white and kind of brushed gold. It would literally swing back and forth across her chest. And so eventually, as we continued that game of pitch, she just tucked that pendant under her bra strap. I still put Kleenex there. And I think that's a gift of the efficiency of storage that she taught me. Looking into the box of her leftover costume jewelry, I remembered the way that she stitched things together. Her old Singer machine rotated up out of its base, and she would make me outfits and matching doll clothes out of the scraps. I can smell the machine oil of the sewing machine, and I can hear the rise and the fall of the electric motor. Born before World War I and raising a family in the Depression, she modeled frugality without a spoken word. God makes everything suitable for its time. Waste not, want not. Woven with wire and the help of a glue gun, John the Baptist, the treetopper, came to life coalesced with pieces of my Graham's pins and pendants, with pieces of her husband's old watch face and reused liturgical fabric. It was time. The tree topper was unique, though not perfect. It was unrivaled, though not ideal. It was beautiful, but not refined. But this was the message to the messy and imperfect in our lives. Our lives which need both repentance, a turning before God, and also the assurance from these stones that God will make something new. I was renewed as I watched this crazy stuff, once left to be discarded, once set to the side and forgotten, As I watched these things turned into a creation that tells the story of faith, of John the Baptist crying out in the wilderness, of John the Baptist proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, of John the Baptist preparing the people for a new way. Not that Weaving art out of leftover fabric scraps and a grandmother's forgotten jewelry is like the resurrection of the body, but working on this project tapped deeply into my understanding and my belief in God's transformation. Working on this Advent tree topper was like tapping into Christ-like energy, strange and sanguine, peace in the midst of chaos working on this advent tree topper tapped into god's creativity an energy that cries out i am about to create a new heaven and a new earth it's that thread of energy that led mary's answer to the angel be let it be with me seemingly impossible but absolutely true. Each drop of glue between the raffia and the alternating lavender and deep purple fabric was a reminder to trust God's ability and our repenting, turning towards God. What was stitched together was a symbol of John the Baptist, who in this morning's scripture points us to the one who ultimately teaches us how to be a present witness in hope, peace, love, and joy. This world needs our witness to Jesus Christ. Our witness to preparing the way for Christ is a witness that is free from fear, judgment, and any unkindness, it is a witness that is grounded in Christ's hope, peace, and love. As John the Baptist said in the midst of his baptizing frenzy, God is able. The world's myth says, fake it until you make it. But Christ says, my grace is sufficient for power is made perfect in weakness. Christ says, love one another so that my joy might be made known in you. And Christ says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not let them be afraid. In need of repentance and God's transformation, the whole of humanity can begin to feel like those discarded items left forgotten in the back of a drawer, not useful, tarnished, without purpose, weary, and unable to know the magnificence of the gift of now. The transformation of found objects into an article of religious art is like the transformation of despair into hope. God's transformation of us, God's new way, is when we live with the knowledge that in Christ, life, death, and resurrection, we are not only free to love and commanded to do so, but we live out of a peace that passes all understanding. And it's a peace which Christ gave to us. From that, we prepare a way for the Lord, for God is able. To the God of Mary, who turned towards God and brought Christ into this world, be all glory now and forever. Amen.